Welcome to Growing Places, a podcast about all things economic development right here in the Sioux Metro. Growing Places is brought to you by the Sioux Metro Growth Alliance and our supporters. Welcome back to Growing Places, your regional roundup sharing the stories of economic development in the Sioux Metro. I'm your host, Miranda Basie, and today we have some Harrisburg folks with us, our very own Lisa Zenz. Hello. Hello. You're like just ready to go. I'm ready to talk, Miranda. Let's go. I know we've been chatterboxes before we started recording this. It's been a minute since I've been in the studio with you. Yeah, it has. It's been a couple of months now. I know. But no, I'm excited to be back and talking about Harrisburg. I know there's a lot of things going on in Harrisburg. And so naturally, we had to bring in somebody who is in the thick of it all. Lisa, do you want to introduce our guest today? Yes, um, I would love to. Adam Walsh is with us. He is the chair of the uh, Harrisburg Economic Development Corporation. And the things that Adam does in the community are not even with just economic development, but he is involved in so many different aspects of how our community grows, um, what what is going to go on in our community, and trying to help people get to the point where everything is um, executed in the right way. Well, thank you, guys. That was uh, awfully kind words. Uh, I don't feel as qualified as how you described that, but thank you. <laughs> he says with a big old grin. <laughs> <laughs> Makes me sound better than I am, I think. Well, I don't know. We think you're pretty great. You have your... Yeah. you. I was going to say you have your hands in a lot of cookie jars, um, but, you know, I don't want to make it sound like you're only eating desserts because um, you're doing a lot of other things. I, I would be because I do like cookies. So <laughs> You're doing a lot of other things, though. But it and, would be. Yeah, I agree on the other things. How many groups? What are you all involved in in Harrisburg? Um, you're one of the people that I look up to when I look at Harrisburg and the knowledge that comes with the conversations you have with our community members, um, our our um, city members, everything else. Tell us a little bit more about what you're all involved in. Man, that's a, that's a good question. I. Um... Currently, um, Harrisburg Economic Development Corporation, as the chair of the board of directors, that, uh, that's been kind of my passion, and it really aligns with what I do kind of day-to-day in, in work. Um, uh, for my full-time job, I am a commercial lender for First International Bank and Trust. I've been in uh, commercial banking, business banking for a little over 10 years now, and just really enjoy being a resource for people. I uh, do a lot of construction, financing, uh, lending with uh, small businesses and family-owned businesses, and that's what we really want to drive to Harrisburg is having that investment in people that you know come here, build here, live here, invest in the community. Um, being from kind of a, a small town in South Dakota, I grew up in Yankton. Uh, you get that sense of pride and community as as people stay there longer. Um, you don't get the kind of the people that come in in and out. Um, by, by having people stay there longer, you can really, again, kind of build that pride in community. So that's uh, that's what I've been seeing on the HEDC side. The other groups I'm involved with, uh, the Harrisburg Optimist Club, we're um, 
a nonprofit 501c4 uh, that got started in about 2016. And the focus on that is really youth and community and trying to be a resource in Harrisburg. The, they're a service club. The Optimist International is an international service club organization, similar to many other ones. Harrisburg also has a Lions Club in town that's active in the community. So that's just, it's really cool to see that in a community like Harrisburg that Honestly, when, when, when I moved to town, it was under 5,000 population. Uh, that was in 2014. And right now we're at 95.15 as the kind of census that was done. So uh, probably almost doubled since I've been there, just about 10 years. Uh, and 10 years before that, in 2000, I think the population was 1,000 people. So Wow. wow. That's so there, crazy. Yeah. As, as you see... Uh, and one of the things that I'm just kind of infatuated by is with the rapid growth, you get these opportunities and you see towns, you know, of our size or similar size that have been kind of established or maybe mature, um, you know, that have all the businesses and have all the organizations and have kind of that backing I've had for a number of years in Harrisburg is just on the cusp of bringing these kind of, like I said, organizations, nonprofits, uh, companies, corporations to town, uh, it is really important for our growth to have those services and not just be a, a residential community. We want to be a community because we're all part of the same team. We're all in the same family. So that was uh, that was a passion of mine, uh, helping youth and, and family uh, in a community. So that's what the Harrisburg Optimist Club does. And that's what I do um, kind of primarily in Harrisburg. The uh, Harrisburg Economic Development Corporation board was started in 2022 as kind of a split off from the Harrisburg Chamber of Commerce board. And so I was on that board for about five years previously. And that was just a great board to get involved with. Like I said, the the connections, the history, the the leadership there was always just strong and, and stable. And so the nice thing with that is you, you build up this kind of sense of history and get to um, make connections with people that have had their businesses in town, the people that have lived in town. You get, like I said, that a little bit of a background uh, knowledge on what has happened, what uh, what's going on currently, and then kind of what's what's in the future. And I think that was the one of the things that really sparked um, HEDC is a number of years ago. I think it was 2017. We started a a vision committee, and we brought probably close to 50 stakeholders to the table, anywhere from the religious community to again small business to citizens to volunteers to uh, city, uh, county, kind of the whole gamut. And we wanted to be visionaries for our community and look out what would it be, uh, how can we start planning now for 10 years, 20 years, 50 years out? And that's what it's going to take because of our rapid growth and making sure we're doing it right. So yeah. I agree with you, Adam. Well, and that growth, I think, is a testament to doing it right. And one of the things that before we talk a little bit more about the Heart of Harrisburg campaign and just the things that are actively going on, I want to dive back to that intentional setup or, or split, as you mentioned, of the chamber and then forming the HEDC board. And could you dive in a little bit to why that's important, why that move? Because there's still a lot of involvement and a lot of support with the chamber. You guys work really well together, but it is separate. Why is that or what's the motivation? What can you do now as an economic development corporation in that board, that organization that maybe you couldn't when it was combined with the chamber? Yeah, yeah, that's a really good question. So thanks for that, Miranda. When I look at um, kind of the last few years here, we we want to be strategic on our growth. Uh, 
like you said, kind of forming from that vision committee kind of initial findings in 2017. And we wanted to continue that momentum. So in 2019, uh, into 2020, we we sought the services of a consultant, National Community Development Services, um, because we knew we probably should start focusing on economic development as a as a focus, and not uh, not only chamber activities. Um, and so when when they came in, you know, they realized what the citizens wanted were uh, more restaurants and pool and hotel and all these great things that go with a community our size that really helps to again develop that sense of community, but. What, what you find is uh, to enable to get those businesses and to keep them, you need the primary jobs to go along with it. And so that's what the kind of the feasibility study from that that started. Uh, and with that, that was the offshoot of the Heart of Harrisburg campaign. And that Heart of Harrisburg campaign is really focused on driving jobs uh, to come to Harrisburg or expand businesses currently in Harrisburg. Um, and by bringing more jobs to town, that will create more daytime traffic, more people um, in town, you know, shopping, buying, uh, going out to eat, spending time, you know, at those establishments. And so that will, in, in sense, again, drive more of that development that our, that our citizens want. So when we, when we came out of that, again, uh, feasibility study and campaign, it was, this is going to be the focus uh, to have. Harrisburg have its own economic development arm. And so we're still one entity. We're um, Harrisburg Economic Development Corporation. And under that umbrella, we have two board of directors. One is the Chamber of Commerce still, and then one is the newly formed uh, EDC board. And that's been uh, just tremendous uh, getting that fully staffed here in the last year uh, to have nine members and just very uh, diverse uh, and People with experience, uh, it's just been grateful to have uh, have that whole team being built around that. Yeah, and I think that that also culminates what you just said about all of that teamwork and the people that are experienced working together. We were we were talking right before we started recording here about those strong relationships. And Lisa, I know that you are in those conversations and working with those organizations all day, every day, and what you're doing. Tell us a little bit about why it works so well in Harrisburg. So I I believe the first thing I told Adam and Jesse when I got this position is expect me for the next six months to build relationships. Those are um, the number one key to having trust um, within our community. And if we don't have that trust, things kind of can sometimes go the wrong way. So having all of those relationships, being able to pick up the phone and talk to the mayor, um, picking up the phone and calling Adam, we all are working together um, in a very strategic way and in a fast-paced way. It isn't something that I have to wait two weeks for uh, Mayor Digger to call me back. It It's immediate. Um, we are working for the embetterment of the growth of Harrisburg, and we're all, um, I think we're all very, very excited to see where we're going and having those negative background thoughts and, and things that aren't communicating the right way 
they they lead or have tendencies to um, create a culture that isn't exactly a happy culture. And with the growth that I see in Harrisburg, um, especially with young community members, we want to create a community that people come and they stay and they um, they have things to do and they feel their voices are heard. And so uh, those. I'm always a relationship builder um, in my life and work and everything. Um, I just think they're very, very important pieces of moving forward. Yeah. And I think that you do a great job of demonstrating that, especially now (laughs) after you've been full time in Harrisburg. No, I'm excited about it. Yes. (laughs) Not being pulled in, you know, extra directions, being able to really channel your focus and your efforts. And that's an investment. You know, personnel, staffing is an investment. Adam, you mentioned consultants and getting this together is an investment. The investment of time from your board members. Adam, can you share with us a little bit about what does it take to cast a vision to receive that kind of investment, right? It's a choice to say, as a community, we believe in this and we need to put resources towards that, resources of all kinds, but that's a conscious choice. So what does it take to get something like that off the ground and to get a community on board with making an investment in their future? Yeah, uh, I would say the the beauty of that, and Lisa was touching on relationships and how important those are as we continue to grow and, and build that trust uh, amongst organizations. You look at uh, I'll, I'll kind of take it back here a little bit for the growth of Harrisburg was really stemmed primarily from the growth in the school district and the amount of schools that came to uh, came to town in the region. You know, usually a school would pop up and then um, you know development would happen around that. And so we're very fortunate to have just a, a great school system you know in our backyard here and great educators and leaders within that school district that. You know, are passionate about education and in kids. To be honest with you, so that that's kind of what has drive that community and honestly the culture. When I think mm-hmm. when people hear about Harrisburg, they immediately think of like, yeah, I've heard you guys have really good schools, and so schools and it's like a family place, right? It's just a good feel family place. Yeah, that's that's honestly what I hear from anybody else that I talk to when I tell them that I live in Harrisburg, and and so w- when we look at those people that we collaborate with and those organizations. It, it kind of starts from that, again, that culture of uh, of what foundation has already been built there um, and, and just bringing people in. You know, I think that's that's the one thing, especially in development and, and anything else, it's easy enough to have your guard up, especially when we're so close in proximity to Sioux Falls and T and other municipalities um, to say, well, you know, this is our space or your space or whatnot. But by being able to invite people to the table and um, realize that economic development is is regional and it's not just in our backyard it's in everybody's backyard so we have to do it do it the right way um, you get more input and you you build a better plan um, you know it's easy enough to think one or two years out to have kind of a plan and say this is what we're gonna do here in the the next year or two but if you're gonna do it right you need to think of um, a little bit further out and and get it right that way it's not you know you're you're two years out and it's like oh crap we're <laughs> we're either way behind the eight ball or we're we're already being surpassed by by this or that so by bringing people in and hearing their ideas and thoughts and you you get a, a full 
better understanding of what you need to do. And then you get, you get their buy-in. And I think that's the coolest thing when you are casting vision to get more people's buy-in and not just be your idea, your vision. It's, it's our vision. Mm -hmm. That's when you can accomplish bigger things. And I think that's, again, uh, really been the testament of our, our organization, our community and our region. You know, people aren't afraid to roll up their sleeves and kind of get their, their hands dirty. Uh, and that's what I love about this, this whole area and just South Dakota in general, we're, we're workers, we're doers, and we're going to, we're, we're going to do it right. Well, and you know, that brings up a really good point. And this brings back Sioux Metro Growth Alliance into that regionalization. Um, I want to feel comfortable going to tea and asking them how they did something, right? We all want to work together to make our communities grow because it is the betterment of South Dakota. And I think the relationships that we keep building, and I I give SMGA a lot of uh, credit for bringing us all together and not doing that fighting, right? Mm. We don't want to fight with our communities. We want to work together and figure out what what is the best scenario, the safest scenario to give our citizens and our community members. I feel like we could just sit in that and soak that up. I know, right? Mm -hmm. (laughs) That mentality. I I agree. And, you know, Lisa, we with, um, you know, with our board and with our team here at SMJ, we've been talking a lot about strategic planning and how we as an organization can better serve the region. Yes, we have individual communities and each community has a nuance, a, a slight difference to it, right, of where they're at in their growth and development, what they're looking for, how they desire to grow. But really being able to plug into regional partnerships and, and think bigger. And Adam, I like a lot about, I, I like a lot of things about what you're talking with in the, the communication and the way that Harrisburg has approached economic development. You've talked about consultants, you've talked about surveys, you've talked about intentionality, you've talked about being plugged into other communities. And it all seems very, very calculated, very, very methodical. You're a business banker, so I'm not Mm -hmm. surprised about that. But not every community has that approach or has that mentality. You know, I think sometimes we get really excited about, oh, we need this. Oh, we want this. We got to grow, grow, grow. And it's not always intentional Mm -hmm. growth. And from my perspective, the heart of Harrisburg campaign and what that stands for and the way that that's been put out there is the culmination of Hey, we're going to do this strategically, and here's how we're going to do this. And, and it's a roadmap that builds on not just five years, but, you know, 10, 15, 20 years. So for communities that maybe haven't done something like that before, or maybe it's been a really long time that they have, could you share some insights about things that maybe have gone really well in the way that you guys have planned things out, the way that you've crafted the Heart of Harrisburg campaign, and maybe if you're going to go back and do it again, if there's anything that you would tweak or change. Yeah. No, that's um, when, when I think of how our plan kind of came together and what other maybe communities do or what it all looks like, uh, it, it kind of all stems from a little bit of experience. And, and again, growing up in Yankton, Yankton does, I think, a, a really nice job with their um what's now called Yankton Thrive. It used to be Yankton Area Progressive Growth. And they they, they did the same thing. They they hired a consultant to come in. Uh, it was actually NCDS. Um, and they they really uh, benefit from the experience of those organizations to 
you don't have to recreate the wheel, but it does take time and energy and investment. And so if you're willing to kind of, again, roll up your sleeves and, and put in the, the effort and the extra effort in most cases, uh, you can accomplish great things. And I think that uh, kind of, I don't want to say no fear mentality that we have uh, can uh, really put us over the line and, and get us the uh, kind of the accomplishments that we want. But the, the other communities that, uh, like I said, that have that have done that in the past or are thinking of doing that and are, again, not sure of if they have enough people to, to do it or what that all looks like. What I would what I would tell them is, you know, just just get started and start with the simple conversations and yeah. what what do you want for your future and what does it look like for you? And, you know, it doesn't kind of matter the size of town, but as long as you still have that passion and that vision for your community, um, I always love the the saying that, you know, nothing is impossible Mm -hmm. because, uh, because it ultimately isn't. And uh, being a resource for people, I think is huge. Uh, You know, I look at, at us again, we had consultant surveyors. Um, A lot of people from the community stepped up and, you know, provided their input and again, their time, talent, and treasure. And, and I see it, um, you know, we talked a lot with our community neighbors as well, Sioux Falls, T, um, and kind of used some of the roadmap that they have done, um, to be, be successful in the past as well. So it's, it's that collaboration and don't be afraid to pick up the phone and ask for questions. Um, uh, like I said, community, community, um, friend to friend, neighbor to neighbor, you know, that's kind of how it all gets started. It's kind of that grassroots uh, mentality. And that's, that's honestly how we became successful is we, we went to the masses and we, we had, you know, uh, hundreds of people involved in our, in our original feasibility study, just asking again, what they wanted, what, what they would like to see. Um, and, and you formulated a plan from there. Lisa's so excited about that and agrees so much that she's throwing things. <laughs> I know. I, I can't even contain myself ever. Um, I like it. Adam talks a lot about Yankton, and I I um, try not to talk a lot about where I came from, but um, same thing with the Redfield, Spain County uh, communities. Uh, just watching that come together and be able to start communicating and not be that silo effect. Um, it, it was really fun to watch what we could do as a community. And again, we we did an Empower Redfield and came out with 80 volunteers throughout the community and nine different initiative teams. And I really look at the heart of Harrisburg, even though it's a different type of campaign, I look at them in the same aspect from a little bit bigger aspect but there there's people that care and there's people that are willing we just need to give them a voice to where they feel comfortable to come and and do the work and and be together um i think that's probably the hardest thing of community members is who am I and where do I belong in this community and i think um harrisburg has done a really great job at making it everybody's community not just HEDC or the city it's all of our community 
And I think that that's evident when you guys can have chamber meetings at a beautiful wedding venue. Oh, gosh, yes. Yeah. That's a plus all yeah. the way around. I mean, but hey, thank you, the Meadow Barn. <laughs> but that's just an example, right? That's just an example of people in the communities, you know, yeah. finding their voice and using their talents, their, you know, their life, their passion to say, hey, I care about what's going on in Harrisburg and I want to yeah. get back. Yeah. Well, I think the, the, the cool thing is, and what I've noticed um, in our community is, Again, we're, we're one of the uh, youngest communities. We're the fastest growing community in the state uh, from 2022. You know, there's there's a lot of family. There's a lot of activity. Just the busyness in today's kind of lifestyle. Uh, you kind of have to take a moment and, and again, kind of rethink of, all right, am I am I just busy with activities? Am I just saying I'm busy? What, what's actually happening here? And so taking the time to, again, maybe slow it down a little bit and get more people involved. I think that's the the biggest thing that uh, that we wanted to create in Harrisburg is let's bring the experts in. And again, when I look at our board member uh, mix, it's uh, they're, they're experts in their industry, they're experts in their field, and they give us, you know, again, their time, talent, and treasure for what we're trying to create here. And so by, by having that, you know, just makes it that much easier for us to, amongst our busy lives, you know, accomplish great things. So we've talked a lot about the thought process and the strategy and stuff that have gone, that's gone into where Harrisburg is at, but we haven't really addressed the elephant in the room of what are the projects (laughs) that are going on? Mm -hmm. And it's a lot of them. It's a ton of that. And uh, Lisa, I think you might be the best person to rattle off some of these things that are going on because gosh, you're in it all the time, every day. I've seen your inbox. (laughs) Thank you. Yes, I am. Um, You know, this is always a fun question, especially in economic development, because um, talking about our projects is uh, a hard thing until we start seeing them happen. Uh, You don't really talk about them until the dotted line is signed. But in the background of every conversation that is happening, we are working together um, all the way around to give them or that company um, the information that they need to, uh, I guess, entice them that Harrisburg is the place for them. Um, Recently, we've done some groundbreakings. Uh, We have another one coming up next week. I'm seeing a lot of excitement in the community. Uh, We have a lot of um, different options where people are coming in. And so we've got, you know, we're trying to build this community that um, we have some industrial, we have the business uh, sector. I think uh, even just between me and Adam, and I don't know if it's just because we're really fun and cool, but entertainment district is really, yeah, we really are. (laughs) Okay, just checking. Entertainment district is like at the top of our list, I really believe. Um, Adam might disagree. Uh, but I think um, just the the whole atmosphere, um, there's daily calls. I, I don't even know how to really answer that question because you're just continuously always working um, for the next best thing, right? Um, we want to make sure that we um, properly plan the next mm-hmm. best, best thing and not get into situations where we think, oh, gosh, why did we do that, right? We want everybody to be involved in that planning process and moving forward. And um, we're strategic in the conversations that we do have. But yes, the pot, the pipeline right now is 
<sighs> yeah, it's yeah, kind of like that's all I can say. <gasps> hey, but there there are some projects coming to fruition that we can talk about. Mm-hmm. The I was at the Pulse Dance Studio yep. groundbreaking, and yep. that did not feel like a groundbreaking. That was no. way too exciting. That was to be the a best groundbreaking <laughs> I have ever seen in fifteen years of economic development. Wow, it was yeah, great. They showed up, which is really cool. And Coach Kara and her husband Kyle just uh, invited everybody, their community from the dance studio, their family. Uh, we had uh, community stakeholders there, and it was just uh, obviously very well attended, but just a ton of excitement. And I think that's the cool thing, especially when you hear her story and mm-hmm. her dream was to have her own studio ever since she was five years old. And um, to see her kind of get emotional about it and have those emotions come out, it made me emotional thinking me like, too. gosh, this is great to, again, see people's dreams come true and think like, oh, we're just a, a little piece in this. And honestly, we didn't really do anything outside of organize the uh, the groundbreaking. But if we can just play a, a small role in that and and connect them with the people and connect them with the resources, they need to be successful. It's just a really exciting Absolutely. piece. And I think that that's a really interesting point to make because I don't think that we always recognize the, the wide variety of process that there is in getting to a groundbreaking. I mean, that a building is going to go on the ground. And so I think about Coach Kara, and that's a dream that she's had. So to have the community show up and support, like as a businesswoman, hey, I got this figured out, like I know what, what I'm doing. But then to have that co- the community show up and cheer you on just for the simple fact of, hey, we support you. We value mm-hmm. you. We mm-hmm. appreciate you. And we're going to keep showing up for you. Absolutely. That's just one part of it. You know, then we've got Quick Star, which we're all really yes. excited about those chicken strips. Oh, I cannot wait. <laughs> <laughs> well, Jesse can't wait. <laughs> yeah. I think we're going to have to have a, a, an outing there, at, you know, to Quick Star soon. But that, that's a that's a different kind of case. And that's a different, you know, that's a different approach to getting something in the community Absolutely. that is really desired. And then also we've got the hotel conversations, <laughs> oh, gosh. Which, which are a lot, um, but an exciting piece of the puzzle of what what life is like in Harrisburg. Absolutely. And Lisa, I know that you have talked about this till you're probably blue in the face, but <laughs> could you give us just a quick, you know, one minute, 30 second review of what kind of hotel Harrisburg might see in the future? Yeah, absolutely. Um, the hotel feasibility study has been, wow, just something uh, amazing. And the conversations, I just had a new one this morning that mm-hmm. I uh, talked about uh, in our meetings. But uh, the kind of um, hotel that we're ready for in Harrisburg is going to be that kind of mid, um, in between motel Um It'll be about 60 to 70 rooms is what our feasibility study uh, suggested, along with conference areas, which I think uh, Harrisburg is in need of a lot of those and having it a destination to come and do our conferences. Uh, the hotel feasibility uh, definitely points out that a restaurant is needed along with that. We have um, been working on different sites and trying to build that up, but the interest that has come and, you know, I... I still sit back and think, here we are in 2023, and Harrisburg's never had a hotel. Mm-hmm. 
and it blows my mind. Redfield had Super 8, right? Well, for how many wedding venues are out there? Like, y'all need a hotel. Right? Mm -hmm. Or how many baseball games and how much, how many sports and people are we bringing in all around the state to not capture and keep all of that there? Um, It's very, very interesting. And I, I would say with the conversations, I really foresee in the next couple of years that this is not going to be our only one. We're going to keep growing and we're going to keep doing great things for our community. Um, one, I know you said one minute. I'm bad at one minute. <laughs> That's okay. But one, one other thing I just wanted to point out, I um, was able to go and educate some second through fifth graders. And we talked about economic development and what that meant to that age group and it, it was very interesting to hear young people wanting the exact same thing that we're looking at and wanting as adults. Um, one of the biggest things was we want a motel with a pool or a pool park, more park we got into, right? <laughs> Kids want all of it, right? Um, they want places to go in Harrisburg and stay in Harrisburg. They want to be able to ride their bike down the street and go to something that's really awesome and fun for them. And so our visions are starting from us, but they're really starting from our next generations and how we um, entice them to stay in the area because we need our workers. Yeah. Yeah. I would just say to the the amount of work that went into the the study to look at statistics from area businesses. Again, we just it was kind of like a survey. We sent out a survey to to chamber members and community stakeholders. You know, uh, I think it was fifteen or seventeen questions, and mm-hmm. uh, a vast majority, almost ninety eight percent, were positive in that. Yeah, we need a hotel, and here's why, and here's how many rooms my business could support a month, and and so again, you kind of add it all up and. And what we found was, like Lisa had said, it's it's something where probably in the next couple of years it would be great to to have a hotel in our community or or soon to be completed, and then shortly after that you probably see more competition coming in for the next hotel. Um, and and honestly, with our growth, it's it's uh, not that hard to foresee. So no, no, it's happening at a rapid pace. Well, and it gives us another opportunity to bring industry into. It gives us an opportunity that three miles down the road, you can go and stay and come back and, and work in the morning. Um, I, I think that's a, a key thing for industry coming in. Well, and when we look at the, the community and the, the businesses we're, we're bringing in and you say the, the industry too here, Lisa, like when people move to Harrisburg, a lot of the times primarily it is because of the the school district and the education that mm-hmm. that their families would get. But then also that quality of life, and we still have that small town feel and that small town charm where you can get to know your neighbors. You run into them at the grocery store. You run into them at the gas station. You know, you're constantly bumping shoulders again in a life fast paced life that we all live now. It's you know buzz to work, buzz home, get kids to the next activity kind of deal. But um, the 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 diversity that we want to have in our in our business sector as well we need uh hotels and we need you know all these other businesses to make that kind of quality of life aspect in our in our community and in what we've seen like I said, from the growth aspect, it's just been been tremendous and a lot of this has been fueled by uh, residential growth but I think it's four four or five consecutive years of record permit valuation uh, uh 
records being broken in the city. And last year, we, we almost reached $90 million in total construction value. Um, I don't know if we'll get there this year, but there's just, um, the, it, it's grown so quickly. Last mm-hmm. year, we were named the fastest growing city in the state. I think we grew by 10.5%. Like I said, our, our population estimate right now is just under 10,000 population. And so it's just... Uh, there, there's a lot going on, so you have to be again strategic and plan, plan, plan this out, and think again five years out. What, uh, what do we need, and how can we kind of sustain not only this level of the growth, but uh, continue to maintain those kind of expectations when com- uh, citizens move into town? Absolutely. So you've talked a lot about the record setting, the pace of growth, and it's fast and it's furious. And also that small town charm, feel, family orientation. So how do you, as you continue to grow, how do you preserve that? Because that's clearly an identity piece of what makes Harrisburg, Harrisburg. Yeah, I think the biggest thing is just, again, telling people to get involved. Our, I think our city does a, a nice job of, of uh, kind of marketing and promoting us, Um and it's it's difficult, but the the nice thing is with today's kind of technology and social media, um, kind of word of mouth spreads quicker, uh, which can be good and bad sometimes. <laughs> but uh, you know, recently we we started a new Facebook page for the Economic Development Corporation, and so go out there and like us, Harrisburg Economic Development Corporation, on our socials. We'll link to it. We'll yeah. link to it. Thank you. Thank you. And that's on LinkedIn as well. So check that that out. And we just uh, developed a new website for HEDC. So that's HEDCSD.com. Um, and so just trying to provide more information to people that are interested. And that doesn't necessarily kind of uh, scratch that itch of community, sense of community. But like I said, the city and uh, the chamber, uh, the school district do a really nice job of promoting that on you know, if you're moving to town, get involved, see what's out there. Yep. That's how you meet your neighbors. That's how you get to know people. And I just look at kind of the neighborhood that we have, and we're just very fortunate and grateful for our for our neighborhood. We travel with them. Our kids are the same age. We do a lot of fun things together. You know, that that sense of community is so strong in Harrisburg because of those, those people that yep. um, are willing to kind of open up and just be good people. And that's, I think we're, we've been pretty lucky and pretty fortunate to have that in Harrisburg. And I just kind of piggybacking off of that a little bit. Um, I, again, I don't know how many people out there know I have six children, but when I look at the Harrisburg community, um, the activities that the city and the community is putting on to start bringing our children and involving them in what it means to be a community member, I think Harrisburg actually has a, a a leg up on a lot of communities because we are focused around our kids. And that is why we have the best school district, in my opinion, maybe not the best, but in my opinion, Mm -hmm. one of the best uh, school districts that you could possibly see. And those kids are out. Um, Yesterday, they had a huge celebration. Mm -hmm. What was that all about? Your kids are in Harrisburg. Um, Were they able to attend? They weren't, uh, but it was the last day of school, so the last day of school festivities. And uh, yeah, the the city partnered with a a lot of different organizations at Central Park and through kind of a little uh, end of the year bash. And uh, and again, I think that's, that's so cool. And that's at, you know, kind of a, a younger level. And, but when I look at, 
you know, what they're doing and let's say at the high school and you know, the, the biggest thing that we're working towards now, uh, even in my industry is workforce and workforce mm-hmm. development, workforce training and getting them, uh, getting people ready for the workforce and big shout out to Brianne Lynch and Travis Lape with the, uh, uh the CTE programs absolutely. in Harrisburg here for what they do to prepare those kids and all the educators because, you know, it's something that you don't think about, you know, coming from me, I, I attended a, a four-year college and got a degree and um, entered uh, entered banking right away. That's kind of what my my dream job was, uh, fortunately or unfortunately. But, um, there, Your words, not ours. Yeah, exactly. I love my job. Uh, my boss didn't pay me to say, uh, to say that, but uh, but there's there's just a lot of a lot of kids and a lot of opportunities out there. And I, I think of like what my parents' opportunities were compared to what kids nowadays have an opportunity to learn and like the apprenticeship programs, the, the internship programs that the school district is running, like I said, at, uh, through, through their CTE programs, um, get kids ready and, and make them think, okay, I could do this as a job, or maybe I don't want to do this as a job and it makes them kind of make their decisions a little bit earlier. Mm-hmm. Um, but they, just that conversation and prepping them for that is so important as we, like I said, continue to struggle with that kind of yeah. workforce uh, issue. Well, and I think um, Adam also has done the second through fifth grader um, fun, I don't know, mm-hmm. fun time, right? To me, it was so Learn, fun. Learner interest day. Yes. Uh, yes. <laughs> fun time is what I call it. Um, HEDC also was able to um, work with an intern out of the CTE program this year. And it's it's um, very interesting to me that um, sometimes our younger generation doesn't understand what we do, right? And I think the more and more that we're getting into the high school and even the the lower level and explaining what we do, what the chamber does, what the city does, and how that all works together, we're going to build community members that are going to be a part of it for a lifetime. It's not going to go away. They're going to want to come back and keep building their community. That's what we want from them. Give us your lives. You know, we don't Uh know. I won't get that dark. It's, you know, Uh it's too uh, too late in the day for that conversation. But yeah, uh, this just took a weird twist. (laughs) That might be, that might be a great segue into one of my favorite questions. (laughs) I love it. Everybody's getting a little squirrely. I like it. We're fun, remember? Yes, we are. I like it. And cool. (laughs) Yes, and cool. I think. I mean, I'm I'm actually impressed that we, we, like, this was serious. Like, we got Mm -hmm. into some meat, you guys. I'm surprised that we stayed on track that long. Yeah, actually, we did. And we still have fun. Well, it's about that time, though, you know. It is. It's a holiday (laughs) weekend. We're all ready. We've had a great, busy week. A lot of information coming in and out of Harrisburg meetings. Um, Like you said, groundbreakings. We've got more to prepare for. There's just so much excitement going on in our community. Speaking of uh, kind of fun and funny stuff, uh, back to kind of neighbors and you know how, how fortunate we are my wife and I and our family but uh, my wife was visiting a, a neighbor friend across the street and she was there for I don't know 15 20 minutes uh, in their garage talking over kind of weekend plans and then I saw them out in the driveway uh, my neighbor's driveway they're kind of chit-chatting and I kind of saw the wave goodbye and I kind of thought oh I expect her inside here soon and then 
It was about five minutes later. I was like, huh, I wonder where she's at. So I kind of peeked my head out the window again. And here they are. She's our neighbors across the street in her driveway. I can see my wife at the end of our driveway. <laughs> again, kind of that Midwest goodbye. They're just like, never, you never actually say goodbye. And it's like, and it's, Hello, uh, goodbye. it's the old, uh, well, I suppose, or uh, it's about that time. I, yep. I better go do this. You know, it was just, uh, it cracked me up. I took a picture of it and sent it to our, our neighborhood because I was like, yeah, this is uh this is exactly what living's all about here so it's, like and it, it is it's great you know um it, i'm sorry i gotta go on one more tangent when you say the the um the wave goodbye that south dakota does um i see it a lot more in rural communities where you don't even pass a car or a person anything without the wave the and one finger the one, oh, yeah. no, it's, you know it's i do the two, two fingers it's two i do finger. the two finger it's two finger uh, not the one finger <laughs> two finger that's your deal it's getting a little deep and dark now oh, isn't that's it? so funny but uh, when i drive around the residential areas of in Harrisburg and stock what's going on in Whoa. our community, right? Because that's what I'm doing. <laughs> like, what's watcher, what's, what's mm. going on over there? Um, every every car I pass, we do the wave. And it's awesome. And it it does. It makes it feel like small town home wave. <laughs> I'm yeah. just over here like doing the wave like you see it sporting The crowd events. wave. The crowd <laughs> wave. Maybe that's what we should start <laughs> I doing. Like it. Honestly, we do that in our car too every I once like in a while. You know. I like it. Well, hey, we talked about a lot of really great aspects to the community in Harrisburg. So when folks are going to check this out, when they're going to stay in the future hotel or when they're looking at lots because they think that they want to move there or they just want to have a good time in Harrisburg. Adam, what is your favorite hidden gem? I assume it's coming from Harrisburg. Yeah, I would uh, hmm. I, I would say, and it's not necessarily a hidden gem, but it's something that, that I enjoy, kind of my whole family enjoys, is uh, Air Madness, the trampoline park. Again, I think, I don't know how hidden it is. People come to town from all over the place to, to go there, but I love taking my kids there. We're going to go there um, tonight, I think. It was our <laughs> kids' birthday here recently, and uh, it's a good way for them to burn off some energy yes. and, and jump around and and you get a little bit of maybe relaxing time unless you brought your your jumping socks with you <laughs> but it's just uh it's a great way to again run into people you know a lot of us are kind of the same age in the community you get to know people and and again the more the longer people stay the more you get to know them the more your families connect and you kind of see oh hey you know we're doing this tonight come on over or whatever that that sense of community and and you see that at places like Air Menace. So although it's not a hidden gem, uh, it's one of our uh, places that we frequent. That's not what I was expecting you to share. Yeah. I wasn't I just have to either, tell you. actually. I really actually wasn't. But when he shared it, I started thinking about the escape rooms that we did with all six of our kids. And that was an interesting thing to be locked in a box with six kids trying to get out. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I'm a little concerned about you guys. <laughs> I was gonna say, uh, twenty uh, twenty year old me would have had a, probably a different story here, but now I, I just turned thirty four, and it's uh, it's one of those things. It's like, yeah, yeah. There's there's other things happening right now. <laughs> and air madness is only growing for us right now. We're yeah. gonna have some bowling alleys and some other fun activi- activities going on there. So I'm I'm super excited to see um, the community that wants to come out to it's that. Bowling and burgers are going in there, right? Bowling, burgers, right? And, burgers and, arcade. and arcade. And arcade. Yeah. Yep. So it'll be uh, yeah, it'll it'll only get 
uh, better, but mm-hmm. it's but it's so cool and and it's funny because my my youngest only goes to like kind of the basketball area of of Air Madness and it's literally like two lanes, probably the smallest kind of place in the park, but that's all he wants to do is like shoot hoops. <laughs> I like it. And it's like, all right, all right but I guess I'll hang out by you. I'll and be my... over here. Are you sending film to the, bas- the varsity basketball coach? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. You got to start them young. I you get know, it. So. Right. I like it. Well, you guys, this has been a joy to have you in today. There's so many things buzzing in Harrisburg, and the energy is felt throughout the entire region. So I really appreciate you just taking time away from that energy to chat with us today. And also I have to put in a plug. We are hosting our annual gold shovel classic Mm -hmm. at spring Creek in Harrisburg. Mm -hmm. And I'm thrilled because we are also catering through fresh horses. Yes. So we are, we're really excited to feature Harrisburg in this year's SMGA gold shovel classic presented by our partners in cooperative power. So we're really thrilled about that. And so I'm sure there'll be lots of, photos and fun stories from that event here um at the end of end of june so to you adam to lisa thank you guys for joining us today thank you to our listeners for tuning in to another episode of growing places we hope you tune in again next time for another story about the people places and businesses that make the sioux metro the place to call home thanks for tuning in to another episode of growing places Visit us online at suemetro.com and follow us on social media at suemetro. And always leave things better than the way you found them.